And good evening, good evening. Welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG. And uh, we are back today with another uh, continuation of our series on shipyard and manufacturers of ships in the Star Citizen universe. And I'm here with an illustrious group of co-hosts uh, starting on my, uh, what would be my right, your left. We'll start out with the man himself, FC Fastcart. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I see you I'm have your uh, your Banu merchantman behind you as always. Yeah, no, you know, as usual, I, I, I try to change it up, but it, it's been my man, my merchantman for a while until, you know, the thing actually comes out. No. You know, hopefully it won't be too, too too much longer, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah I'll be having fun this, 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 this weekend because wait, of this. Wait, 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 before you get there, you're getting ahead of me here. Colossal. Yes. Have you noticed that he never puts up that picture of the Banu merchantman with the googly eyes and the big ears? He's still holding on to that old design in the background. Is he going to have to adapt? Uh, oh, well, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to deal with you fast. Cause I, I mean, I'm sorry. The moment has passed. He probably has never recaptured it. I mean, I, I, is, get rid of, you'll be all right. We got some pictures for you. Hey, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Okay. okay is that what it is? Okay. Okay. See, I didn't want to throw Jade in the mix of that. Cause I, you know, Jade, I don't know, but Jade, you know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah. yeah. The googly eyes. And uh -huh. moves. Okay. He's still holding on. All right. So, okay. Go ahead. FC. You were talking about Comic-Con. Go ahead. It's been it's been pretty fun. There, there's a whole bunch of Marvel stuff coming out, and and some uh, John Wick two, and some Shazam two, and yeah, I've been I've been catching up on all that all the good stuff. I just watched Shazam for the first time last night. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, yeah. I can't, Jake, can you believe he talks about John Wick? He talks about Shazam, and didn't talk about I did, what I did say Marvel. I and, said Marvel. And didn't know that's not good enough. You got to get some props on this show. It's an African American <laughs> show. You did not mention Black Panther 2. Panther, right. I cannot <laughs> believe you put Shazam. Well, he didn't put She-Hulk in front of him because he was talking about She-Hulk yesterday. But okay, I'll, I'll put yeah, you some stuff. You said I Marvel. Would, I would do that too, but I, I, I just said all of Marvel. Yeah. If I thought they'd go down a Marvel rabbit hole, it would be here forever and before the show even starts. Okay. I'd probably cut myself off. All okay? right, well, well, I'm going to let Jade talk about it. How are you, Jade? <laughs> I am doing well. I'm actually going to talk about Star Citizen. I've been messing around in the PTU uh, with hundreds of, well, 120 people mm -hmm. on a server. Mm -hmm. And it was buttery smooth on, on my machine. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like it, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't know if, if you haven't, if anybody out there hasn't jumped in the PTU, if you don't normally jump in PTUs, this would be the one to jump into just to see what the potential of the future is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the cool thing about it, right? I mean, I think the biggest issue they're getting past now is the AI, but as far as, like you said, frame rate and performance, it's almost scary, you know, to have so yeah. many people in the area. I know Colossal, who I'll introduce next, uh, sent us a video of morphologists with a hundred and some odd people on the freaking uh, 890 jump, Jade. So, uh, it goes to show you which ship they chose to do that demonstration on, by the way. Right. It's starting to look <laughs> like the, the commercial. Yeah. 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 They yeah, just need to go. be able to remove that uh, sculpture in the middle and they got their dance and floor. And they'll be straight, right? I know. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Okay. You see what you see what your boy's putting up behind him right now, Jade. Okay. So yeah, he's I'm like, Colossal, why are you feeding the bees? Don't yeah, feed the bees. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, I'm going to move on. Thank you, Jade, for bringing that up. Colossal, how are you? I am fantastic. No, I'm not. I'm basically lying to you. I am not fantastic. And here's the reason why I do it. First of all, I'm so <laughs> glad to be back on the show with you guys. Jade, love you, sister. Fast Cry, I love you, brother. 
Griff, you know I love you, but I'm disappointed this week, Griff. And let me tell you why. This is the last full week mm -hmm. of freedom mm -hmm. that we will have here in the South, at least me here in Tampa, Florida, because our kids get ready to come back to school and I'm supposed to report back August 2nd. So this is oh. devastating for me. It really is. It's crush time. It's devastating. Uh, so parents, hug your kids. Mm -mm -mm. Tell her how much you love them for a full week because mm -hmm. I'll have them next for 180 days mm -hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you folks in the south, y'all start early. Yeah, other than that, yeah, but you're prepping. You know, this is your this is your this is your grind time. So we know how it is yeah. when August gets here. You're getting your your head and your heart all back together again for dealing with the. Those wonderful chilling, them chilling, yes. them chilling. I know you're ready for them and chilling. The future. That's right, the future. Yes, that's right. We got to keep them positive, right, Shada? The yeah, chilling. yeah. Actually, he'll tell you, you know, them play, children. He'll tell you, them parents. Let, the, let them lead the way or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he'll tell you. Thank you, Raytheon. Raytheon gave me some hope. He said football season is coming up. That's, that's right. It's close. Okay, there you go. Go knows. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, now I do, I do want to go there for just a moment before we get into Star Citizen. Did all of you get to see the trailer for Black Panther? Yes. Yes. Are you looking forward? That's basically yeah. what I want to know. Are you looking forward? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? Exactly. Well, 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 I'm just saying, you know, sometimes trailers, sometimes trailers make you go, uh, I don't know. You know, so I was just kind of curious what's your general. It was interesting. I had people literally sending me messages after I sent it out last night saying that it almost brought tears to their eyes watching it. You know, so and maybe I'm just desensitized because I did not have that reaction. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Oh yeah, like, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there were a lot, especially towards the middle, the mm -hmm. end part when she yes. sat there and said, mm -hmm. "I am queen, mm -hmm. most powerful nation of the world." Yeah, I've lost everything, and I've lost my entire mm -hmm. family. I haven't I given you everything? Mm -hmm. That almost brought that me just pulls at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that was fantastic. Well, we'll see. We are it's something to look forward to. November. Right, November 11, I think it is. So it's something to look forward to. And uh, we'll see, uh, you know, it, it was great to see them bring everybody back. So I'm, I'm excited to see it as well. So, okay. Well, listen, we want to give out shouts to you all. Thank you all for joining us again on this Sunday and continuing in this series with us. As I mentioned earlier, uh, this is Shipyard. Uh, we are doing Asperia, Gatak, um, Grey Cat, and also Kruger. And we'll have some cool stuff to share with you guys about these. I think uh, it'll be interesting to hear everybody's perspective. These manufacturers are not necessarily the ones you hear about a lot, but these ships have been in the game, particularly Kruger um, and Asperia. They've been in the game for quite a while. And we know that Gatak is the one, the new blood in, amongst this team of, uh, of folk. Uh, let me go with, uh, start with Colossal. Colossal, if you had to pick which one you favor out of the four, what would be your uh, top pick right now as far as your interest or either gameplay? Oh, between Asperia, Kruger, and... You're talking to talk. cat. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I mean, Asperia, I would say that, it, it, I, I mean, to answer your question specifically, I, I'm interested with the talk. Okay. I mean, okay. that's Xi'an technology. That's got you going. Uh, we'll you're a miss guy. That. Yeah, you're a miss guy. So I know that's making your lips uh, water right, a little right. bit. Okay, mm -hmm, I get mm -hmm. it. I get it. Jade, what about you? If they had to pick between the four, which one are you I'm leaning toward? It, it's it's there's no there's no competition for me. It's Asperia. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, mainly because like they not not only do they preserve all these like old you know blueprints for ship designs, but then they also um, the research grants for Xeno archaeology. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. As a scientist in her, there she goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. FC, what about you between the four? Which one is you? do you lean toward? 
It's almost a tie between Gatok and Grey Cat, but I'm gonna say if I had to flip a coin, maybe Grey Cat because I'm interested in mining more. more but it depends on what else Gatok brings out. But I am hoping that um Kruger brings out some more stuff too because mm. they're like the, the old blood in the ground and the bunch, but they've been stuck in there, stuck with two zips for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna pick Kruger. I'm gonna be the one to pick that one that was left, and it's mostly because of what you said, FC. Uh, two of their ships that have been around for quite a while. Uh, some people like them. Some people never touch them. But I'm also looking forward to what else Kruger may do in the future. Um, I love those ships as great scouting ships for, you know, it, with, as being parasite ships, uh, being able to go down to a planet surface, look around, do some scouting around and stuff, and uh, come back up and attach. I like that idea about the ships. Plus, they can fit inside of most ships that have hangers. Um, I just think that they're just, you know, the fact that everybody's so used to the quantum aspects, they're just not thinking that there's any good use for them, but I personally love them. And of course, Jade, you know, the Archimedes, you know, that's our luxury version. So I gotta, I gotta go there yep. with that one, so. It looks, it looks good at an 890 hanger. Yes, it does. Yes, FC. Griffin, I do have to correct you. Parasite, parasite ship is defensive. You have to say symbiosis ship. A symbiosis ship. Okay, yeah, symbiosis a ship. An attached ship. <laughs> A ship that goes along with a ship that goes along with. Okay. Mm. All right. So wait, matter of fact, why don't we go ahead and uh, kick it off here? Um, our very first one is Asperia. And uh, once again, thank you guys for joining us. Let me go ahead and uh, hopefully I'll hit the right thing to bring this up. Let's see if this switches correctly. I you know, my crazy stuff. I don't remember what I'm supposed to do here. Number two. There we go. All righty. Very first manufacturer will be Asperia. Let's talk about them a little bit here. Um, Asperia Incorporation is a human spacecraft manufacturer that adapts, reproduces, and sells existing Xeno spacecraft and weapon designs. The company was founded in 2873 by Jovi and Theo Ingstrom, brothers interested in preserving spacecraft building history. Apart from manufacturing alien vessels, the company also funds several Xenoarchaeology research grants through the University of Retor. The current CEO of Asperia is Charlotte Hussian. Uh, the company is headquartered in Kutram, Terra, Terra, and the Empire, the United Empire of Earth Navy, the UEEN, makes use of Asperia replica spacecraft for testing and for aggressor training their combat pilots. Okay, that's a little bit of the background history. Jade, you said that was one of the things that drew you in, right? The fact that the little lore of the company. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love that there's a, a company that is just like dedicated to finding, um, you know, and preserving designs for it. I, I think the lore isn't just alien ships, but ships mm -hmm. in general, mm -hmm. like, that, that, you know, ones that maybe no longer in production. Mm -hmm. And um, from a gameplay standpoint, I like it because it, it gives CIG um, an opening to bring in, you know, some of the ships we hear about I was gonna in say, lore, think, like the Drake the Lobster. Just, just, yeah, think just a shout out Zeus. for uh, Colossal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me ask this question. The, the first two we're going to be talking about are Esperia and Gatak. And both of those are what we consider or what most of us in the community call alien ship, either rep making replicas or the manufacturers with Gatak. How do you guys feel? Uh, Colossal, I'll start with, no, I'll start with FC on this one. How do you feel about the quote unquote alien tax? Um, is it, does it make sense? And what I mean by that is from the aspect of what they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to do, 
beyond consumerism. Does it bother you that the alien ships usually do have a little bit more, you know, a couple percentage points higher in cost? Uh, or, or do you think it's valid and you see it actually because of the design that they're different? Or do you think it's just straight marketing and CIG's just hitting people up for money? What do you think? I'm okay with it. Cause I paid the alien tax for the banning merchantman, but I only paid 250 for it. So it didn't affect me that much, but, uh, I don't, I don't have, other than the merchantman and the, um, the defender, which is 220, but we're not talking about it today. As far as the alien tax goes, I'm okay with it. Sometimes I do think it's a bit high, especially for something like a blade, but, um, yeah, cause that's a light ship. And I think, I think it's like two or something. Mm -hmm. I, I have to look it up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, so it, it can be a, a bit high, but I mean, some people love those ships and I think people who probably, to, who tend to, to love the alien ship mm -hmm. probably won't have that many other ships. So, they, so their fleet will, will probably be smaller, but they, they, they paid a bit more for it. Okay. Jay, what about you? Yeah, I don't really have a problem with the alien tax for uh, two reasons. Uh, I think, first of all, there, there's a bit more that goes into, I think, the design, because mm -hmm. uh, they have to be a bit more imaginative with, with alien ships. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's, you know, there's a, there's a bit more that they just do overall. When you look at the interior of, for instance, the Bounty Defender, mm -hmm. if you look at like how they did materials, and then now we've seen, you know, the interior of the, the Merchantman. Uh, that's worth paying for a uh, slight tax for to mm -hmm. get that kind of quality. It's, you know, it, to me, it's no different than buying an origin ship, right? Mm -hmm. um, this area was made for rich people in lore, basically mm -hmm. collectors, right? Right. right. So that, that alien tax doesn't just, it's not just us. It's, it's actually like in the verse itself, in the lore mm -hmm. of that company. Okay. Okay. Colossal, what about you? I agree with both um, Fastcart and Jade, but on the role-playing side, I mean, what a propaganda tool for the Xeno threats, right? What a propaganda okay. tool for them. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, if you're going to role-play and things like that, these are one of the things that you're going to use against the UEE and how they're price gouging, uh, gouging his own citizens by basically saying, I'm role-playing guys, basically saying that human-innovated equipment in terms of just regular human uh, um, stuff, like maybe Robert Space Industries, mm -hmm. are nowhere near as expensive or advanced or thought of as an Asperia with mm -hmm. alien tech mm -hmm. or a Xi'an tech, like a Gatak or things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's quite that's that's an interesting propaganda tool to make if you're role playing in game. But um, as far as um, you know, dealing with that and purchasing these ships, I mean, some people just like Fastcart said at the end, uh, telling of his comment. Some people are going to create nothing but an entire uh, fleet of alien ships. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me um, you, so, you kind of went somewhere where I wanted to go. So I want you to kind of elaborate mm -hmm. on this a little bit more because my next question was going to be, why haven't the community taken some of these ships and literally decided to role play? Like for example, when Xeno threats going on or when- I did. Um, oh, no, 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 I meant, I meant not you because I know you've done it. I'm talking about like literally Five glaives show up, you know what I mean, and start attacking people. I mean, they're they're literally role playing out that they are freaking Van Duel or using the blade. I know that they're. I know Jay, you've told me that you've done it, but I'm curious. As yeah, to with why, the defender, I right, had two other people groups, defenders too. Yeah, okay, that's good. And 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 I'm saying I we rarely see it though, right? And I know some people might think, well, the blade. You know, I know the blade had some issues, but people who have the glaive talked about those freaking size fives on that thing. 
I have never seen a group I've... of people flying those ships as a as a team. Everybody's will do a bunch of um you know gladiuses or a bunch of vanguards but i've never seen anybody say hey let's get a bunch of the alien ships and let's go in and do such and such fc what were you gonna say well uh hold on because oh, that's right hold that thought fcar because i just want to dive in here maybe it's because first of all the glaive isn't the glaive and the, and, and a couple of the alien ships are limited uh additions yeah. limited sales mm-hmm. um that's probably one that a lot of people probably don't have those ships i don't have it and every time and i i keep waiting for one of those ships to come on okay um and when they do come on we've seen them we've seen how they act at at jump town especially jump town one mm-hmm. uh the glaive was one of the uh, uh popular ships up there because it was hitting you from a distance and mm-hmm. and and with a strong firepower mm-hmm. plus plus as far as rp um uh, um it, it, at that time, Star Citizen wasn't in a good state for RP, mm-hmm. or even if it was, there wasn't enough content or at least a lot of known characters to sit there and say, hey, this is what we're doing, because mm-hmm. nobody was watching at the time. Okay, okay. I might buy that for a dollar, but I, I know people who used to go out and sit and just snipe people with glaives all the time, and I guess of I'm course, just trying yeah. to, and I get... I, that's before I, the nerf. That's, yeah, that's the main reason people true. don't use it anymore. That, it's no longer the meta ship it used to be. That's true. That's true. That that, that is true. Okay. Mm-hmm. FC, what were you gonna say? I think I think it's because it, it's it's a niche market or a, a niche place right now. The, okay. The, the game is still in alpha, mm-hmm. and when we get more systems and more people, I think um they'll probably congregate more. But I I think I think it's coming, but it, it, the, the game isn't really out there. I think it's a place where it, it can support that much, and um. I mean, there are people who do it now, but I think as the game comes along, there'll be a lot more. More people that'll do it. Okay. All right, cool. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some of these ships here. Ops Chief's already dropped the link in for the Blade. Let's talk about that one first. Uh, let's see, we go from here to here. Uh, Van Duel, Light Fighter, Designated Blade are often used as scouts and first wave assault craft. Over the decades of conflict, they have been increasingly used to take out comma rays and early warning systems. They've also served as skirmisher units as the speed allows them to chase down ships attempting to flee. If engaged, expect the blade to utilize its speed and agility to wear down your defenses. Just recently, they did um, some work on this ship. In fact, they toughened it up a little bit. Uh, I think they also matched the speed to it so that it moves at the same speed as the Gladius, which evidently was slower before. Uh, just real quick, I want to go through everybody. Have you? Do you own one? Have you flown one? That's the two questions. Let me start with Colossal. I've flown one. I do not own one. Who was your feeling about flying it? Um, I mean, I loved it. I mean, of course, I have to get used to the red interior. I don't like <laughs> red lights. I don't. That's part of the reason why I didn't drive by a Pontiac when it was available. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I mean, it, it, uh, a great vehicle. Uh-huh. This is before. I was driving, uh, I was uh, flying the ship a lot before the rework. Okay. Um, that they put in there. Uh, so, uh, of course, during the rework, I flew a lot. I, it's got no SEU, one person, mm-hmm. 290 MS when it comes to speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they, afterburners will give it at least 1240. Mm. So, about as fast as a Gladius, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. But I haven't flown it since. I don't know what it's like with this new flight mechanic. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Jade, how about you? I don't own one. I, I think I've maybe flown one maybe a total of three times ever. Ah. Um, I do like the red lights. I, they're uh-huh. kind of bright, too, if I, re- I remember. <laughs> um, which is, you know, that's hard for ships and Star Citizen mm-hmm. to have bright lights, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I'll take that. Um, I haven't flown it since they they matched it up to the Gladius. So I, mm. I probably will if I ever get a chance to again if uh, like I see one in PTU or something. Okay. Okay. FC, how about you? Own one? Have you flown one? I do not own one. I don't believe I've flown one. But as far as the red lights go, you, you can develop them for, for, for some photography in there. They're so bright in there. So, yeah, that, 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 that's one advantage. The other thing, if you don't like the red light, just call Roxanne. Uh, okay. Both of those predate some of the people in this room with us right now. You know that, right? You know, Jade, that's, that, that went right past Jade, right? Jade, did you catch any of that? <sighs> He said something about somebody named Roxanne. Okay. And, and I know, and I know she light. definitely don't know but about the first I part. I don't know if I don't even worry about it. anything I, any further. No, no, no. I'm glad you said that because I just wanted you to remind him. <laughs> just so you know, Jane, he went all the way back to dark rooms, okay, before digital photography, and then proceeded okay. to tell a police song from the 1980s. So I just want you okay. to know that's where he okay. went, okay? All right. So. Yeah, like all I heard was like rock sand in the dark room. Chat people in chat got it. Thank yeah, it's more old okay. heads in there in the chat room too. All right, all right. Let's go to the next one here. We talked about a little bit the glaive. The glaive is a symmetrical version of the scythe, generally flown by Bandul and more combat with more combat experience. They are better armed and have two huge blades, wings, as opposed to the one on the standard scythe. This model is a human reproduction created by the manufacturer Esperia. Um, you know, I think that, is that one of the features that people don't know about in relation to the Vanduul ships? Do they think that's just decorative? Uh, Jay, let me go to you first on this one. Do you think that people just think those things are decorative and don't understand that they're actually a part of the tactical combat of Vanduul? I think new people probably think that okay. because like they weren't around when the glaive could like slice through a ship with the blades. Mm -hmm. you, that was like, back in 2.5, 2.6. Yeah. Um, so, you know, anybody that's like joined, I think since like 3.2, I think was when mm -hmm. that no longer functioned that way. Mm -hmm. They probably right. just think it's for decoration, mm -hmm. but eventually it's going to have that functionality again. Yeah. It, it used to be a pain in the butt when they was, you know, they, if they got too close to you, you knew what was going to happen, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, FC, did you know that about the, uh, the actual blades that extend out for you did? Okay. You remembered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They are, I, 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 I was going to say the same thing Jay said. I don't think new, new people know, but I, I think when, when they were first coming out, that's the mm -hmm. uh, ISC or back in the very, back in the day, I mean, on the very respect, that's one of the things they said about the ship. Mm -hmm. I remember there was a really salty chat once, um, in in-game chat where someone was complaining about they were in a dog fight and somebody was in a glaive and they rammed them mm -hmm. and they, they said oh yeah ramming and, and they're like that's a valid technique with this ship it was built to do mm -hmm. that it was exactly yeah. exactly and they, they didn't know they so. didn't, yeah they don't know that those wings are reinforced deliberately like you said to take you out you don't want them to hit you because they they will slice your ship up pretty bad Colossal, what about you? You ever have any engagements with these? Remember the scythe in this one back in the day? Even in Arena Commander, you had to be careful with these things getting too close to you. Yeah, in Arena Commander, I was making sure that I targeted his wings because that mm. was the first thing I wanted to slice off. <laughs> um, and in game, uh, this was when, I mean, this shit was sold in August 2015 during mm. a promotion campaign. And, and this is when I didn't know how to fly. I used to jump in the ship. Mm -hmm. and ram people with the uh with, with, with the blades on purpose because mm -hmm. i didn't know how to fly well so i was like screw it if i <laughs> i'm not going to joust you i'm just going to run into you yeah. yeah and that's what i did with this ship so i can see how people got upset but uh, but yeah a lot of people 
still had even uh when jump town came up a lot of people hated this ship whenever this ship was spotted a lot of people was like get the glaive get the glaive mm, okay go for it yeah um so yeah this is this if this ship goes to where it should go uh this will be a formidable ship mm. in the game yeah well, take buff it back to what it was oh, i think was more people would fly it oh, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to own formidable. one. It's in buyback now, mm -hmm. but yeah, they're gonna make know, the band bring it stuff back formidable. to its greatness. I will definitely consider buy, uh, buying it up again. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. Fast cart. What did you think about? You know, when we watched this both the blade and the glaive. Uh, there's an image of the old version and the new version. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? Do you like the newer version or do you like the older one better? I like the new version. Uh, both of them. These are two sets that I definitely do like the, the rework on. So they did, I think TIG did a great job on the rework. Mm -hmm. Jade, how about you? Yeah, the rework is much better than uh, the current ship that's in the game now. So mm -hmm. I look forward to the rework. Yeah. Colossal, I'm throw a different question at you. Some people say that when we have these reworks and there's a drastic change in them, they're in some ways asking can cig maybe allow original versions of ships to still exist in the verse uh pro and con to that don't care about it yeah it would be nice or if it goes it just goes and we get the new version what do you think and particularly on ships where it's a drastic difference because there is definitely a big difference in the design on on this particular one mad style thank you for the gift thank you as always thank you so much for the subscription Look, I mean, if I mean, if I was thinking about CIG's pockets, I would do it. If I was thinking about CIG's pockets, mm. and secondly, uh, I mean, because because first of all, you're allowing a um, a next gen and a form and a previous generation to be both in this in the game at the same time. Imagine that, mm. right? Imagine you got a, a Mach One. Mm. I mean, how many versions of the of the um, uh, RSI um, Connie's that we've seen, right? Yeah, I think we're at Mach Four right now. Yeah. A, a, a yeah. Mark Four, something, something yeah. like that. Yep. So imagine, yeah, I, I, it, I don't see why they would not have a previous generation. <laughs> Who was that, Griff? That was Mad Style. I'm sorry, that was Isle Thanks, Spartan. Thanks, That was Isle Spartan and Mad Style both gave five subs. Thank you guys so much. Isle Spartan, again. Thank you again. <laughs> hey, thanks for this so the answer is yes i think they should have if they're going to build another generational ship they should have the previous ones on sale mm. along with another generation okay. Yep. okay allow players to 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 enjoy both the old and the new and they get to say hey i have both or mm -hmm. i just decide to go ahead and, and and keep myself updated you can uh you can um uh upsell i mean not upsell but you can go ahead and and, and update your ship and, and maybe sell it you know what I'm saying? But if you want to, if you're a type of person that you like uh, the old and the new, then you could keep um, going with that generation. Some people may just build their fleet with just one company. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of do want that, but I, I mean, I, I probably, I probably want to do it down the line, not immediately, because that's a lot of work. Because like, the reason why, one of the reasons why they do the redesign is because the metrics don't work. So yeah, mm. I, I, I I definitely want to see it down the line, but it doesn't have to be immediate for me. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with Fastcart. Um, I don't think it should be something they immediately do. One of the reasons that we get these, you know, upgraded ships is because they, they've just gotten better at making ships and, mm. you know, making making them more efficient on, uh, you know, the, the servers and on, on your GPU. So if they, they wouldn't want some of these old ships to hang around just like, they eventually will replace port all are because of old assets mm -hmm. that are, you know, like just clogging things, yeah, right? The, te the technical so for, side of it is the issue, yeah, right? So, mm -hmm. 
when we get to the point where they're beyond that stage and then they can say, okay, yeah, this is a, a Mark five uh, or four, um, Connie, mm -hmm. uh, you can keep that or you can upgrade it to the to Mark five. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting because Gumbot mentioned something funny in chat. He said, yeah, imagine the people who, if they've got the old one, they have to buy the new one to get the rework if they had yeah. to do that. Right. Uh, and I wish, and I understand the sentiment behind some people because they buy the ship, they like that design, they actually prefer that design over it. But I think it's not the aesthetics is the argument. Like you said, Jade, it's more the technical side of it. Uh, will the ship be, will the ship run efficiently? You know, maybe they even, like Colossal mentioned it. You guys remember back when they did the Connie, remember they talked about how much they were able to reduce the pixel size by the time they got to Mark IV? It was some crazy amount of pixels that they reduced it down to, I wish I knew what the number was, but it was something like from uh, millions. Polygon, yeah. yeah, it was like the polygons rather, thank you. It was something like from the millions down to like 100,000 or 200,000. It was, yeah, millions. I think that was um, uh, Josh Kuhn who, who, mm -hmm. who, who worked on that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was the Mark three or two. Yeah, but I think that was, I think part of that was on purpose to to test the engine of Star Citizen. Mm -hmm. yep. I might be but it was, it was also, it was also the advancement of the technology though. And, and so, right. you know, that is the, that is the hang up. And I, I, like I said, I understand the sentiment. I like agree with Colossal Boy it would be cool. Uh, someone even mentioned in real life, you know, just because a new car comes out, you don't get rid of the old ones. They still exist, but we do have the technical standards that has to be maintained in some form. So infamous and, Eagle. And famous Eagle Lee, thank you for the follow up. But I, I do want to say, and, 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 and for, 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 for the, for the WeWork versus the, the old model, how about like putting these ships on like an installment plan of like 24 months? That way, uh, at the end of 24 months, you, you can easily uh, uh, upgrade to, to, to the, to the yeah. latest model. You're talking about a lease? <laughs> yeah. Please. See, I can be current, Griffin. I can be current. Can I have something they still do now? Yeah, yeah, they still do leases. I will grant you that. Okay. We're going to go from the Van Duel world and we're going to go over to the Tavarn world uh, and talk about uh, the Prowler. Um, named after the UPE military designation, the Prowler is a modernized version of the infamous Tavarn armored personnel carrier. Hesperia's astro engineers were given unmitigated access to study original versions of the ship recently discovered in the Cabal system to help meticulously reconstruct the vehicle. Now, the Prowler is the perfect fusion of two cultures, the elegance and effectiveness of the Tavarn war machine combined with the reliability of modern human technology. Uh, let me go to Jade here first. Jade, um, thoughts about the Prowler? I don't, I don't own one. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a really cool design. I think it's like one of the coolest design dropships in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't see them that often either. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think this is going to be another one of those ships that when you see one, it's, you know, you're going to, you're going to be like, wow, that's, yeah. that's a rare <laughs> thing to see. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. You know, it's good to have multiple dropships in the game. Not everybody wants to uh, fly, um, you know, like, the same chips, right? Mm -hmm, so, like mm -hmm. having an alien drop. Were you, you going to say Cutlass Steel? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was, and I thought better of it. And I was like, I'm not even going to bring that out. But yeah, <laughs> not everyone wants to fly Cutlass Steel. Okay, so yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Colossal. What about you with this ship? I take a pass because I don't fly the ship at all. Okay. Uh, it's just, I am not a a person who likes to go ahead and just drive a ship and say, okay, guys, jump. 
I'll see you in a see, see couple minutes. I am not that I am not that type of person. I okay. want to be hands on, okay. you know, because my role is going to be limited with this ship. It's okay. a great ship. Mm -hmm. If you like a stealth ship, I mean, it, when I first flew her, she was fast. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask uh, you this: What do you think about the whole the the way they've uh, where they came up with her design for Tavarin design? You know, the whole avion kind of design, the bird look. What did you think about that? Do you think they did a good I thought job it was, with it? Yeah, I'm, I apologize. I thought it was transcending. Um, I thought it was the design, the mm -hmm. architect on it, the, the, the nest type design reminded me of, of what is it, is it Tokyo or Japan, the, the stadium that they called the bird's nest. Oh, it yeah, reminded me yeah. of that mm -hmm. when, they, when they built it for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I thought it was transcending in, in, in video games. Cause I don't think I've seen that type of design in a, in a, in a ship in game. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I also point. like the idea that like, if, if you were a species that evolved from birds, mm -hmm. of course, like you're gonna design your your flight vehicles Influence. to be like mm -hmm. bird like, right? Because mm -hmm. like you feel like, hey, you know, we're we're birds. We're descended from birds. For flight, yeah, birds are flight. superior. So mm -hmm. let's make a yeah. bird design for these ships. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Blue Z. That was China. He said the birds nest in China. Yeah, China. Yeah, for the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, Fast car. I was surprised at this ship. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quiz here. Let's see how much you know about the Prowler. Do you know how many people it holds? How many people can be seated on it? I want to say 24. Wow, that's pretty high. Actually, yeah, 12, it's... 12. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. No, no, it's a good guess. It's a good guess because I had it wrong. I thought that the ship, I'm so used to seeing it when you get on it, that there are four seats on one side and four seats on the other. So I thought, oh, it's got eight jump seats. And then there's like, the pilot and the gunner co-pilot area. So I said, okay, it's got like 10 seats. Then I got in there and found out it actually has 16. I didn't realize that there are seats uh -huh. that are, because of the design of the ship, like Colossal was saying, it's got this like interesting avian bony architecture inside. If But when you go, there are four more seats uh, in another section of the ship that I didn't even recognize that were there. And so I'm like, wow, this thing is just a few sheets short of what the anvil um what's the anvil ship the um what's the anvil the yeah the valkyrie yeah i thought it was like almost half of the valkyrie but it's only four seats short of the valkyrie uh i'll go with the valkyrie jade instead of the steel so um but i didn't i didn't know that about it uh have you been on the fast cart this particular ship yeah, I, I'm a colossal on, on this one. I, I, I have been on it, I haven't flown it, okay. uh, haven't um, ch checked it out, but I do love the design on this, the, the, the divine feel, and especially like the interior cockpit, how mm -hmm. it, it, it lights up in, 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 in the cockpit. Mm -hmm. I do want to see that on the other ship, but we probably won't get that. But yeah, yeah I, 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 the, the gameplay and the game style is not my cup of tea, but I, I'm hoping to see uh, other type of ship uh, like, like, like this one. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the Prowler is the ship that they, they, need, they need to figure out something for the Valkyrie, even though it's not about the Valkyrie. But the good thing about this ship, Colossal, is that it does have air shields on it. So you've got air shields uh -huh. at the rear door, you've got air shields at all of the exit points uh, so that you can have your helmet off and be inside of the ship. Um, this ship was also nerfed, if I'm, not, if I'm remembering correctly. I think there's a size four or five cannon on the top of it, and that got nerfed. Um, and that's another reason it's why back in the day, a lot of people were flying it. And then when that happened, it got pulled back some. So, but again, uh, one of the special things about this ship that a feature that we haven't seen is it's levitation or not had levitation. What's it called? It's a grav lev system that grab is built into it. It's designed so that it can fly very low to the ground 
and approach uh, in a very stealthy way. Uh, we we see the GravLev modules on it, but that has not been implemented yet. So I'm curious to see whether or not greater excitement grows for this ship uh, once that gets implemented into the game, that this thing can skirt, you know, skirt over ground, uh, below radar, and uh, drop and drop people off and do what it has to do. So, any other thoughts on the Prowler before we move on? Okay, nobody's got anything. Let's move on next. We're staying with the Tavarin. Uh, last one here for the uh, Esperia will be the Talon and the Shrike. Um, this ship is a recreation of the Tavarin Talon by Esperia. The Talon is the Tavarin equivalent to the Aegis Gladius or Vandul Blade, a single seat combat ship. The Talon is the perfect example of the Tavarin way of building a spaceship. Maneuverable and powerful, directional flank phalanx shields, but weak physical armor. As the Tavarin way of war goes, it was war was to strike first and strike hard before using their phalanx shields to cover the escape. Uh, as you guys know that there is a difference between these two ships. The Talon is the fighter, the Shrike is the bomber, and they both out they both are designed to complement each other. <clears throat> Meaning that the fighter is more powerful in the area of fighting, but it loses out a little bit on the, 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 the defensive or the offensive side other than fighter. And same thing when you flip to the bomber. When you go to the bomber, it's more about the bomber, but the guns and stuff in it are not all that great. So let me go to uh, FC. FC, uh, the Talon. Uh, flown one, got one, want one? No, not your cup of tea. Not, not this one, but this is this is the the, the, the cockpit. We are we are. I was talking about earlier. I, mm -hmm. I I do love this, but yeah, I don't I, I don't own one, unfortunately. Okay. okay, okay. Jade, how about you? Um, yeah, I do own one because I I think I've won one on Solstice before. <laughs> I was yeah, she did. <laughs> Yeah. Back in the day. Um, I, yeah, back in the day when I kept winning chips. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do I do love the Talon. Um, I, I think, you know, it could be better, but mm. I, I love the look of it. I love the skins that are available for it. Um, I love the whole idea of having a view outside of the, the ship that's not through diamond laminate glass, mm. that it's, it's a, you know, simulated, mm -hmm. or not simulated, but projected, mm -hmm. you know, the outside in. I think mm -hmm. that th that's something that's unique to, you know, it. Yeah. so yeah, I like it. Cool. Colossal, I know you did some research on this. Why don't you explain this whole thing with these special shields that this, and how these ships are supposed to attack when they do, because they mentioned about coming in fast, coming in hard. Could you give some background to folks that may not know a little bit about this ship? Uh, okay, so a lot of people just, and, and including me, I mean, I'm not an expert, but we're we're talking about the um, the shield. What are those shields called? The phalanx, phalanx shields. Thank you, the phalanx shields. Mm -hmm. So my guess, my hope was that if you've seen, um, oh my gosh, what's that movie? Um, the movie with the little little uh, dude whose whose father is a god and he's a god now, and um, the guy with the gun and he's not a superhero but he can be a superhero. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> they made a game him. after him. Made a game after him. Uh, it, it, the guy that was the enemy was uh was friends with Thanos and Thanos killed them. What's that? What's that dude? What's oh, that movie? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank mm -hmm. you. Sorry, I spent oh. so much, much time on it. Oh, but Guardians of the Galaxy. I think of the Phalanx Shield like that. The Phalanx Shield. It, it, imagine if you have these ships are supposed to be in my in my opinion, it's supposed to be flying in uh, uh a flock in groups. Mm -hmm. Okay, a huge group, and 
they could, and I'm just theory crafting here, they could all go in first with the ability to go ahead and bombard mm -hmm. using the Talon or the Shrike and go ahead and throw out missiles or bombs or whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. And they could bring in the fleet. Mm -hmm. And as they're bringing in the fleet, um, with them being in the front, the failing shields could kick in mm -hmm. and could it possibly could possibly connect with each other mm -hmm. or it, pro it protects the entire front of the ship and the rear of the ship just in case if they're leaving because when just like birds just like if you ever seen a hawk a hawk goes down straight straight down and a hawk has enough uh, uh capability to go ahead and just come right back up mm -hmm. snatch spray and come right back up mm -hmm. go ahead jay yeah. oh, i was gonna say i i think it's this one. It may be the prowler, though. But I remember reading some lore that they had a distinctive sound, like when when there'd be a bunch of them, um, mm. that, that you'd hear like this this sound. I hope they add that sound effect. <laughs> like it's like howling. It's like supposed to be really kind of like unsettling, because uh, you know that they're coming when you hear it. There are some now in game. If you play, I've played it as recently as last week. Last week. Okay. Okay. And there are some major uh sfx differences so you might want to go ahead and jump in those ships oh, and check it out nice. because you. they have changed some things around with that uh i think they're gearing exactly towards what you're saying jay okay. that's a good observation wow. um and so but i i really do think that those phalanx shields um are provided they got they got weak armor guys i mean if you get right. to those shields as it stands right now you can pretty much tear apart a talon but if they get a, if they get around you mm -hmm. a talon has a size what two or size three guns i believe they can go ahead and get you and the shrike has multiple missiles that they can go ahead and shoot and that's uh, shoot from that small ship if they had a, a substantial missile load with, with a stock like that they can really nail or penetrate whatever they want to go ahead and 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 immobilize and then uh, uh, get out of there and still be protected they could protect an entire front fleet allowing the fleet to go in without being hit can i let me ask a question now, and whoever wants to answer this can because there's something colossal saying do you think players will start to understand or get it, for lack of a better term? In other words, yeah, it's a pretty ship. Yeah, it's a fast ship, but it is truly designed to go in as a squad. It's intended to go in four, six, eight, you know, all combined together and laying, you know, sending hell down. That That's the purpose of the ship. It, it, yeah, you can dogfight, but we all know that it's got weaknesses to it. It's not a dogfighter per se. If you have to defend yourself, obviously, yeah, but... Do you think that people will start to understand that some of these ships actually have a certain tactical strategy into how they're designed? And do you think players will utilize that? Will people say, hey, let's get five talons, let's get eight talons, and let's go in and hit that base or whatever? Do you think that they'll just still grab whatever ship they like and go for it? The latter. I think they'll just grab whatever they ship they, or ship they like and go for it. Maybe if they have an org, or, or org thing, like a, um, an, an organized org, mm -hmm. they can do stuff like that. But uh, I think individual people are more individual. Like, how many people, uh, uh, what the percentage of the game currently is are lone wolves? And I think that's a, um, a big percentage. So, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think they see it that way. Yeah, but I mean, even if you're not a lone wolf, even when people get together and play, I very seldom hear people talk about a coordinated effort of how they're going to put their ships together you know the most you hear them talk about is do you want me to bring my so-and-so you know what i mean and that's usually for capacity reasons more than tactical reasons and i'm just kind of curious there are a lot of ships in the game that are designed from a tactical standpoint and i'm just curious do you think that will be one of the things that players will start to understand and maybe monopolize and and manage better so that they have a greater advantage i think if they do that they'll you know, it's kind of like the right tool for the right job. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what I think. But I'm wondering whether players will do that or not. I think they'll do it in the future, but not not so much now. Not now. But until, I, until those guess. mechanics are in. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm cool. also curious, Griff, to 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 know their under their thoughts on the ejection. Yeah. Um, talk about that a little bit. Shifts, we'll talk about a little bit because they don't eject the way you see a normal fire uh, uh, ship. Mm -hmm. They don't go up or they don't go down. They go straight out. Mm -hmm. And they go straight out at it with, with the pilot still in the seat to a mm -hmm. certain uh, a certain distance, mm -hmm. and then the pilot is you know ejected from the the uh, the actual cockpit. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested on what their thought was from that. Mm -hmm. Will they use that as a bombarding tool? Mm -hmm. um, will they use it as a a drop? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, once they've done what they're supposed to do, because remember, they all got they do have weak armor, they do have phalanx shields. If you get to that phalanx, mm -hmm. will they be able to use that? Uh, uh, imagine if you had twelve of those ships coming in, mm -hmm. and then all those ships went ahead and just immediately used that mm -hmm. uh, that ejection sheet, and everybody just went straight. You know, if they were flying, you know, uh, horizontally instead of vertically, mm -hmm. uh, imagine for them to go ahead and just immediately get to that area really quickly mm -hmm. with just that ejection uh, mechanic. Interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see what their train of thought was. So you're with wondering that. whether it's something beyond just the emergency use of, you know, your ship's going to blow up, but there's some actual tactical advantage to using it. And... I'm hoping so. Okay. Very cool. All right. All right. Well, that covers uh, the good old company of Asperia. Let's go ahead and jump into our next one which is uh, Gatak. And I think uh, FC, that one's on you. Yep, go to Gatak. Manufacturer is Dion, uh, I, can, I can't even pronounce that, that last <laughs> one. But it's a manufacturer of commercial and industrial spacecraft and vehicles which are usable by humans and Dion. Its headquarters are located in the Tetlia, and the in the Hoyoten system. Why? Why? This is why you saw me this girlfriend. No. Anyway, so the company, the company has a reputation in the Xeon Empire, so Xeon, for producing cutting edge and reliable cargo ships. After the 2947 Human Xeon Trade Initiative, HUSA, went into effect. The company began funding research to create spacecraft adapted to the needs of both Xeon and human, and expected to unveil the fruits of its labor in the early 2050. 2950, sorry. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, uh, let's talk about this ship. This is one of the more recent uh, manufacturers that got introduced, and uh, it seemed like when this ship came out, surprisingly, for it to be a cargo freight ship, it took the community by storm, for lack of a better term. People got excited about it. I don't know if it was the alien aspect or design or what, even though there wasn't a lot, of, yeah, there wasn't a lot of information out about it. People had a lot of questions, you know, do those cargo containers, are they external? Do they separate, are they shielded? Blah, 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 blah. Jay, could you, do you know any of the, and I know you, well, hopefully you do, because I know some of it. Do you know that background lore for this particular company of Xi'an, because they're a little, it's a little tweak to it, right? They're a little bit different for Gatak? Yeah, so mm -hmm. like, yeah, so Gatak, they, they are, they are obsessed with uh, ship design and they, they send their people to every kind of like ship design conference. It doesn't matter if it's like high level or just low level. They want to stay up on whatever ship design, uh, state of the art and anything that's new that might pop up from, you know, somewhere or that, that uh, you know, they look at everything. So they're like obsessed with ship design. Um, they have a special like deal with the the whole Xi'an empire that they 
basically give their designs away um, to, you know, make big cargo ships for, for the Xi'an Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, the human uh, Xi'an Huxa trade initiative, that's the reason that Xenothreat attacks Stanton. Um, and Whoa. is attacking the, e- the UEE. So this this company is partially responsible <laughs> from their standpoint for why they are doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I think the reason the community reacted to this ship uh, the way they did, even though it's a cargo ship, it is just what you, you see here. Like the way it's designed is is unique. Um, somebody might want to run cargo. They don't want to have a Caterpillar or a C2 they'll use this you know it's mm-hmm. it's vertical it's not horizontal it's i, I love it mm. i absolutely love it okay okay fc uh when you saw this you mentioned about there was kind of a combination of the design and and some other stuff what, what were your feelings about the good talk uh when we, when we see the ship well, first of all, I just want to tell you, a lot of people in, in chat are throwing shade to this ship, and I'm, I'm surprised because uh, I, I see I see a lot of shade, but I like the design and the coolness of it because there was a lot of moon features and, and grab lab, and I think the elevators and everything were um, were, um, were, were different. So I like the design. I didn't get one. I, I'm probably going to get one in-game, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't get one for, for, for the sale. Uh, but people are... Com- um, Gomab was comparing it to the Freelancer, and I think this one holds more cargo than the Freelancer. I might mm-hmm. be mistaken about that, mm-hmm. but it, it is more expensive. It does have that alien tax on top of it, but I do like the design. I was this close to, 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 to getting a, doing a concept sale. Okay, okay. I'm going to jump to Colossal here, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gian Misk, design engineering guy. What are your thoughts on this one? I love the ship. I'm disturbed with the uh, with the history of it, considering the fact that those people who created this, who gave them the patent, did unintentionally poison their atmosphere. I mean, I, I, I'm just, I mean, and that they are still, and they gave the manufacturer to them, the ruling family in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the, the history is quite interesting, but the for them to specifically stay on the manufacturer side, especially vehicle manufacturing, industrial spacecrafts and uh, industrial vehicles shows their commitment to uh, wanting to um, run this part of the industry mm-hmm. using Xi'an technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it it shows that, uh, I mean, when you look at the ship and we tried to tear this ship apart when we first looked at it, because we were interested and what else it could do when the ship came out. So I, I know a lot of us were foaming at the mouth when we were waiting for the Q&A to come out mm-hmm. on this ship. Right. Um, you know, so a lot of us went ahead and purchased the ship just in case if we if it didn't pan out, we would go ahead and put it back in buy back and use that money for something else. So, um, but I, me, I kept mine and I, I love exactly what it what it's supposed to do. So let me ask you this because this has come up in chat a little bit. Is this just because it's a foreign design that people don't like it? Is it because we don't understand the design? Is it the fact that CIG may be doing something with the ship that we don't know about? Or is it, it just made something that looked cool, but functionality wise, it sucks. Now, before you answer, um, it is a large ship. First of all, it's much bigger than it looks. It is, it is really, really big. I wish I had a comparison thing here, but it is not a small ship. Um, it's cargo containers, and this was, I remember in the Q&A, it came up about being able, do they disconnect from the ship? And the answer was no, they do not, but they do hold standard cargo container, cargo units inside of them. 
um as you mentioned colossal there's a lot of here with the technology a lot of non-moving parts uh that look very very cool it has this starfish front uh, and the reason why i'm saying this is because when we go to other ships like the kartu wall uh the suntakiai we know that the reason why those ships are designed is because they do perform better with a very good pilot they, they turn sharper they're very fast uh, there is some reason why they look the way they do. Do you think that maybe with this one, all we have is concept. Do you think that maybe CIG has designed this and maybe there's something later on that we'll find out, wait a minute, this just isn't just some normal cargo ship. It does such and such. I think CIG is a very good question. I think CIG is diving into uh, the cargo industries with the Xi'an tech. Mm -hmm. I think they're letting us know that this could be the Xi'an line. Now the question is, are we going to see uh, a a a uh, a whole C version in 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 talk? You know, that I I think I think they decided to go ahead and say, listen, we don't. Uh, this is the first ship that we're going to use. It's, it's it, we're going to make it an industrial for for Gatok. It has Xi'an technology. It's got the grav lev. It's it, it's this. It's, it's got different type of cargo uh, cargo that specifically looks like it's just for Gatok and Xi'an. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a blueprint. Just mm -hmm. like the uh, Defender was mm -hmm. a blueprint for the Merchantman, mm -hmm. I think this is a, a, a blueprint, blueprint for, for Xi'an technology dealing with their industrial side cargo and carry. That's a, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go bigger. They, they may go smaller, but we'll see. Um, maybe they'll do both. This is. Well, they have to. It she has, has three hundred and twenty yeah. SEU worth of cargo. She mm -hmm. can carry that much, and she carried four people. So you honestly can fly it with mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if you think about it, you know. Um, so. You're right. It's gonna be interesting, fast car. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm curious about the design. It's a very unique design. I mean, don't get me wrong. It has a lot of cool factor to it. All the floating seats and all the other stuff. But I'm like you said, colossal. I'm wondering whether or not this is going to be that start for what it means to have a Xi'an ship. Because right now, like for example, this ship in particular is one of the few ships that actually shields its cargo area. It has shields specifically just for the cargo area on it. Um, to the hull. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has. I mean, it does have hull too, but I mean, but it has specifically. It has some for that back area of the ship, and I'm sure. I mean, at the post the hull series. I mean, at the post. Oh, the, the whole series. I thought you meant the hull of the ship. Yes, yes. As opposed no. to the hull. Yeah, and 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 again, that starfish design in the front. Why is it so big up there? What is it? about that uh you is know, she a blockade runner can yeah. she be a blockade runner yeah she has a tractor beam she has size yep. four turrets and, yes. and 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 several missiles uh two uh, you know uh, two by eights two by twos mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and, and two two gun turrets right yes you know they're left and, and right know, manned mm -hmm. gun turrets manned. you know yeah, yeah. um so size three power plants size three coolers size three uh shield generator she's a beast yeah, it's big yeah <laughs> yeah. Beast. yeah so it's, it's gonna be i mean look at how she look at that look mm -hmm. at how she transforms mm -hmm. uh, obviously that's when she's landing mm -hmm. but uh i i think they're giving us a vision of 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 she on ships griff okay. i really do okay I mean, Robert Rose um, made an interesting, um, I, th I don't know if it's something, if, we, if we heard someone say this, but mm -hmm. he said that it replaced the BMM as a blockade running trade ship. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that, that's, what, that, that's what he said. If, but if, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that, could be, that could be, yeah. It could be, it could be, because like I said, it is a fairly large ship in comparison to some of the others, like the freelancer and other ships. Jade, did you have any thoughts on this before we move on? Uh, no, other than uh, it would be interesting to see you, you said, do you think CIG has anything else in mind for it? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking, you know, maybe when you're in Xi'an space, if it, 
will pay to have a Xeon cargo ship mm. in some way, like with reputation or something. I mean, that's about the only thing I can think of mm -hmm. as far as mm -hmm. something that we haven't like heard yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. That covers the good old Raylan for those of you who are interested in the Raylan. Uh, let's see. I think the next one is on Jade with uh, Gray Cat Industrial. Yes. Gray Cat Industrial is a manufacturer for vehicles, ship, and vehicle components and personal equipment. Gray Cat Industrial is a manufacturer. Twice. <laughs> oh, it's in there twice? Um, oh, it's double, yes. oh, it's a double repeat. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> that one slipped by me. At Gray Cat, we understand that mining, this is for the rock, isn't a one-size-fits-all operation, so we designed the rock to be as hardworking and versatile as the miners who use it. Small enough to access hard-to-reach ore deposits, but with enough power to get through the tough jobs. The rock perfectly complements any mining enterprise. It's perfectly at home supporting full-scale operations and a first-rate starter vehicle for fledgling diggers. Mm -hmm. Whatever the task, the Grey Cat, you well, with Grey Cat, you have the right tool for the job. Do you own one? Have you have you driven yes. one? <laughs> yes. As recently as last night in uh in PTU just to see if mining was you know, mm. rock mining was viable mm -hmm. in 3.17.2. And your answer is? It is. Okay. Um there's there's some sort of weird things I, I experienced, but it may be unique to my the way my controller is set up. But mm. um but yeah, I mean rock mining, you know, is one surefire way to like earn money in the game if you just don't want to be bothered with anybody you just go mm -hmm. out on some moon and you just start you know you take your rock out mm -hmm. dr you, you drive over to the stuff you scanned from your ship mm -hmm. you mine it and then you sell it it's very very simple gameplay loot but you know it's it's a good way to um earn money if you have one yeah uh colossal uh, a lot of people loved getting a rock, throwing it into the back of a, back in the day, the first thing was throwing it in the back of a Cutlass Black. Then people started throwing it into the back of the, uh, the Nomad. That's one of the- I had to put it in a 400. Yeah. <laughs> blasphemy, straight blasphemy. Um, right. One of the issues though with this Colossal, you and I have seen is there are plenty of piracy videos out there. You know, when you're out there in that rock and you can only see one direction when you're out there by yourself. Uh, you're kind of vulnerable to pirates. Um, I don't know. Uh, is that kind of mining cool to you? Or do you think it's good to go out with somebody to kind of watch your back when you're out there rock mining? No, better have your logistics in order. Okay. I mean, if you're going to do that, obviously you're going um, to go ahead and have your um, logistics in order to where you're going to be protected. You're going to have... You may have a mercenary group come out there and, and, and help you out. There are people, we've seen people out there have some people in, in ships um, fly around and scout out just the sites mm -hmm. for them to go ahead and quickly get to it while they're hovering around looking for the next site right. or they're hovering around for protection. So, yes, you're going to have to have that. I mean, we saw uh, somebody um, was looking at Salty Mike's um, uh, escapade he had a couple of, uh, about a week ago, mm -hmm. and uh, there was a guy out there uh mining mm -hmm. uh and salty mike came in and helped him out and i guess the guy went ahead and shot salty mike because he said hey i know you and he shot him for every reason possible you know and it, it you know and, and salty mike like, yeah, well the, the dude was actually mining the dude okay. was actually mining salty mike uh helped him out by blowing up an npc and salty mike came down and the dude said i know you and shot salty mike he was unarmed and things so like what that. you're saying is that dude just mined some salt 
It, right, right. He was he mined some salt, and that salt was really salty <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> you know, the, the, uh, the, for the some reason, it sounded better mean, when you said it. I know for it, some it reason, it sounded better. Effect, I don't know. Right? It's the fast card effect. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, so yes, as to your question is, you're going, if you want to go ahead and, and, and go solo, then fine. You can go ahead and do that. Just make sure that you're in a remote area mm. where nobody is around. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, see, as a former pirate, I'll just say to people, don't be lazy and mine their outposts mm, right, like yeah. that's the worst yeah. place you could possibly mine because yeah. people are, are going to be constantly going in and out of there mm -hmm. and yeah just find a remote part of a moon mm -hmm. go there the chances you'll be found are very low yeah so yeah make it easy uh, on yourself and, and stop telling people your your uh, your areas of mining yes yeah, exactly don't tell people and, let's say you want them to come for don't you don't say and, and, and look on chat that you are mining <laughs> <laughs> fc can i just say about this commercial that I, I i love this commercial this is one of my favorite stars in the commercial of all time yeah so this is a great commercial yeah, yeah it's also yeah. a heartbreaking one for me and you know why i'm still a little upset about this particular commercial because CIG told us that there won't be any kids, and I wanted to. Oh, uh, okay. I wanted to have a family in the game, but oh well, so much for that. All right, let's uh, go to the uh, sister or the brother of this one, the Rock DS. Gotta get used to AI. <laughs> right? <laughs> there ain't no baby AIs in this game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, that's what I like, wanted. Like, I wanted them that they couldn't be hurt. You know, I just wanted like if you had a homestead, you could come home and there's a kid walking around. You know, they ain't gotta go outside. But you know, some of these mm, I won't say what type of people they are. They'll be Expand, killing all the kids. Like, hmm? Starring Holly Berry, where they have the the um the robot kid. Like oh, maybe yeah. they can do that. Some, yeah. yeah, well. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Addison's got to make Griffin that happen. Griffin wants Fable in space. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So we'll go to the, the Rock DS. With more than double the ore capacity of the standard Rock and a dedicated boom seat for manual laser operation, the Rock DS makes big jobs manageable. It's the perfect complement to any mining enterprise, from full-scale digs to fledgling operations. Whatever the task, with Grey Cat Mining Duos, now have the right tool to comfortably collect more ore. FC. I, I, I have an issue with this. Yeah, Go ahead, FC. Any thoughts about the Rock DS, the dual seat? Uh, I'll probably get the, just get the Rock over the DS. Uh, when it first came out, I was like, oh, okay, it's interesting. But it wasn't for me. I'll probably get it. When the game launched, I, I, I didn't pick. All right, but no DS for you. You're just gonna stick with the rock. Okay, Jay. Rock, what yeah. about you? DS. Let's see what you uh, got. Yeah, like I feel the same way about this. Many people feel about the the Cutlass deal. Like mm. there, so that mining seat. First of all, this this vehicle itself. Why wouldn't you have this stuff enclosed, right? Like. It's you're we exposed to, to the element. Cold. It makes right? no sense. It makes no it sense. It makes no sense. <clears throat> it makes no sense. None. None whatsoever. Uh yeah. B Black Sky Legion called it the Rock DS, the don't select. That's what he said. DS stands for. <laughs> Colossal, what about you? What about the Rock DS? One of those epic fails. Yeah. I mean, it it is just I mean, first of all, the last I mean one of the last four words, comfortably. There's nothing comfortable about the driver 
he's the only one comfortable because he's enclosed <laughs> and she is enclosed the person who's mining is out there in a whim mm -hmm. and you know forgive yourself but don't wear light armor when you're over there at aberdeen <laughs> or things like that because you're going to get got by the weather yeah. it makes no sense this yeah. design for this ship yeah I'm, I'm sorry cig but this is one of those ones you might want to just take one of these and just say mach 2 is out and guess what it's there in a dome or i'd rather be in a dome yeah, yeah. Yeah. four-wheeler or something like that it, this makes no sense i saw someone do a design or what you said colossal they actually put the second person in the back that was slightly elevated and they controlled the cannon from there in an enclosed like you said dome uh, I, I, reason why like I have problems, yeah i have problems with this you all are you know said very well what the issue is and it's the exposure to the elements this is a fail for me on many levels one level is not just as you mentioned temperature and cold but there's also the dynamics of things such as radiation and a lot of other things that get created as other forms of exposure, not to mention getting picked off at and shot at whole lot right. of other things that can happen that just don't make this attractive for people to go do. I love the fact of being able to say, cause somebody even had, I think on a design I saw, they actually had a laser for the pilot, a driver and a laser for the other person so that you could oh. have both running simultaneously. That would have made perfect, well, decent sense in that enclosure, as you said, Colossal Jade, same thing. But I can't justify it. No matter how many times I've looked at it, there's nothing there to even make me semi-consider it. You could do it right now just for the sake of gameplay, but in real world, they've got to do something with this one. And CIG, you know, we hope you guys are hearing not only us, but the rest of the community. It's a great idea for two people to be able to go out and work but for one person to be protected, the other one not to be protected, even though there's still vulnerability with that protection, but this is just way too exposed. I, you'd have to pay me big money to sit out there on that seat. That's all I got to say. Can you imagine, I, 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 I believe this, this came out during, around Valentine's Day or a calm or a holiday. Yeah, so I, I think it was a promotion for a couple getting together to, um, to, to mine together and stuff like that. It's but a, com imagine, that's a commercial for a funeral is what it is. Can you imagine that, that, that conversation and say, honey, do you want to get in the box to yes and, 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 and do some mining out in the open like this and say, why can't you do it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I was I was outside last time. Yeah, that is that argument right? is not gonna go that great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Jade, I want to say something that you did mention earlier that rock mining is very popular in the game. And um people do, as you mentioned, make decent amounts of money doing rock mining. And uh even though handheld has been kind of weird recently, this has been like the new thing. Back in the day, handheld was pretty good. But this seems to be the way that a lot of people are easily bringing in money, especially if they don't own a prospector or don't have a group of people to go out in the mole. Uh, this is one way for folks to go out there and make it a decent amount of money. I don't know, chat. I haven't been out rock mining in a long time. What's a normal good take? Can somebody put in chat? Uh, what's a good amount of money that normally comes in on a load when you come in with a rock? I'm very curious to know, like, how much money have you made just doing one, you know, one load with a rock mining? Um, and we'll see if that pops up in chat. Okay, we are, boy, we're chopping right through here. Let's go ahead and go on to, wow, 200,000 DK? Holy smoke, that's a- mm -hmm. yeah, You can make some money with a rock. That's a freaking yeah, good little the same thing. That's almost half of what you freaking make with a Quantanium load and a Prospector. That's, that's a good vehicle to have yeah. when you have a white coming. Jeez, oh, Pete, yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> okay, all right. All right, let's hit the very last one here. Colossal, this one's on you, Kruger. Kruger, not one of my favorite companies. 
Okay, all right. So Kruger in 2558, Ozel Kruger opened up a workshop on her home planet of Borea in the Magnus system and called the company Kruger Intergalactic. Her company's ability to deliver first-rate products on time and within budget quickly impressed customers. Still, it was Ozel's good fortune to have opened her operation during the Borea boom that really helped her fledgling company thrive. Building on that significant boost up, Kruger Intergalactic has grown from those humble beginnings into a multi-billion credit business. It specializes in expertly crafted custom machine parts and more recently creating full weapons and ships, including the popular Tiger Strike rotary cannon and the P-52 Merlin snub fighter. Both of which are garbage. garbage. <laughs> okay, so that's our description on uh, Kruger. Let's uh, take a look at the, well, let's talk, we, we know we'll talk about both of these within the same context, but we'll do the first one first. Go ahead and uh, read the P-52 there, Colossal. All right, so the P-52 Merlin originally designed to pair with the RSI Constellation. The P-52 Merlin is now available to all pilots. A dedicated parasite fighter, the Merlin is designed to be transported from place to place aboard a larger ship, boasting a centerline Gatling cannon and a lightning power engine, the Merlin is a fast maneuverable ship that packs a surprising punch, ideal for racing, local reconnaissance, and fast combat. Thanks mm. for the follow. Let's go ahead and go to the P-72 and then we'll come and talk about both of them. All right, the P-72 Archimedes. If you're looking for something a little more agile, blaze among the stars with Kruger Intergalactic's P-72 Archimedes. Whether for added security, exploring a system, or simply for the joy of flying, the Archimedes is the perfect companion snub craft. Featuring an extra intake and a lighter hull than its sister ship, the Archimedes delivers exceptional handling and boosts capabilities in a sleek package you'll want along for the ride. Okay, all right. Let's talk about these two. FC, I'm gonna start with you. Or talk about either one of them if you'd like to share any thoughts on the P-52 or the P-72. You know, some of the OGs when it comes to um, stump fighter, uh, I, I don't believe there's one for the P-52, but as far as with the P-72, that was one of my first uh, uh, LTI tokens. Mm -hmm. Like when, when LTI tokens, what wasn't really a thing, the P-72 came along and it, it was $30 for LTI, you could CCU up to any, almost any ship. And yeah, it, it was great. I, I, I've since ran out of out of those, um, so I don't have any of the um, the cruiser ships anymore. But yeah, it, 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 it had quite a bit of history. Well, considering the only history was I heard was about it being an LTI token. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Talk yep. about flying it or anything, but okay. No, no, I'll I, buy that I for a dollar. I, 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 I didn't get into it and fluid it a couple of times, but it, it doesn't okay. have a, it does not have a quantum, a quantum drive in it, so that's why I, I I I didn't mess with it too much. Okay, okay, that that's interesting. Okay, Jade, I'll go to. No, let me go to Colossal next. Uh, Colossal, what are your thoughts about the P fifty two or seventy two? Uh, the P-52, I, I mean, I, I say they were trash, but they're not. They're good ships. They really are. They, Despite the fact that they don't have um, a quantum drive, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've uh, flown them um, um, during the old iteration, flown them now, flown them ex especially. They were really popular when um, 
the emerald colored scheme came out for the mm -hmm. Archimedes and definitely came really popular when they finally put in the ship the ship docking. Um, it's a great ship to have if you're looking for defense. It is a pain. It's just, I would say this is second or third, it's a second or third to the um to the other origin ship, the two-seater, the one that needs not to be named. Oh, the 85X. Yes. I mean, it is it is a pain to the mm -hmm. to the 80 to the 85X. Mm -hmm. Um, and what's the other one? That's the racer. The 50? M50? Is it the 50? The M50? That, that's, I mean, it's it's just as much as a pain as the M50. Oh, it's a very the, small, yeah, ship. small to hit targets wise. Yeah, yeah. very mm -hmm. target wise, very oh, small to hit, very agile, very quick. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's got these ballistic cannons that are that are freaking eat into you if you let it eat into you. So it's it's really good for protection, um, and it's probably be better for you know if you just want to go ahead and just fly around um, area eighteen and things like that because it's that much of a personal ship to use. Mm -hmm. Jay, do you see any purposes beyond, I mean, we, we, you know, we hear the term parasite ship, but what are some practical for a ship with no quantum, with no quantum drive in it? Uh, what do you see the practical uses are for the P-52 or 72? Well, like Colossal said, I mean, it, it's probably a good ship to defend the uh, constellation. I mean, it can be a good distraction. Uh, you know, if a single ship, a single small fighter is going up against a Connie that's fully crewed and you have somebody in one of these, they're going to have probably a bad day, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I, I like that, that this is, you know, now something that's viable with the undocking that has been for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that, you know, it's possible that you could use one of these for like reconnaissance, like, uh, Mm. It's small. Mm -hmm. It's hard to hit. Mm -hmm. Like Colossal was saying, you, you know, Jumptown. We back in the day used to use like um, um, the the Misk Razor and and this ship to like scout, mm -hmm. like to see what's what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, before we'd send anybody else in, yep. right? So it's it's definitely got its roles already in the game, and I think there'll be future ones that appear as more. You know, more things are added, more content's added. Yeah. I, you know, I've saw, uh, to me, a ship like this could, Colossal said this earlier, it could be a pain in the butt with the right person behind it. Um, this thing could strafe and do some damage. Um, yeah. if, if you've got your freaking, uh, what's that thing called? The mule sitting outside and you're trying to load it up. If this person gets a good beat on it and fires on it, they can blow it up and be out of there and you wouldn't be able to get to them. Uh, it, it, mm -hmm. I mean, a good pilot in one of these things, uh, and all they have to do is drop off in, in orbit and come down unsuspecting, small, hard to pick up on scanners. Nobody's gonna be expecting it and it could be in and out quickly. I also like it other than for defending, as you mentioned, Jade, for defending ships like the Aquila, if you're doing science or something like that. It's also a great escape ship if necessary, <laughs> um, especially uh, because it's quick and you can get out of a place very fast. I remember when the Carrick first came out, instead of using the um, Pisces, I ended up using this ship as the ship to go down and look for a good landing location for the Carrick. Um, it was very fast to get down out of orbit. Uh, person was able to track me very easily. Uh, obviously loads back into the ship very quickly. Uh, so as long as you're localized, it's great. Now, one other question about the ship to everybody, whoever wants to answer this can answer it. Do you think this ship became the forgotten ship because it was attached to the Connie 
you know, people didn't really buy it per se, other than like fast card Sith and for an LTI token. Did it become the, the forgotten ship because they were stuck to the Connies for so many years and you couldn't undock them and you just kind of, it almost became a hood ornament, part yes. of the expression. And I, I, I get that feeling because I, I, I had, I had the piece on the two with, with the, um, with the Phoenix mm -hmm. and I, 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 I never used it. Or I, 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 I was sometimes uh, looking at door and I was like, oh yeah, there's a ship back there. I didn't carry on about, about my business, you know? Mm -hmm. so yeah, I definitely forgot about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to push back on that because you could have flown her without flying the Connie. True, but, um, but, but, but my mean, point was, and I get what you cost, most people still got it because they bought a Connie correct. more than because they bought that. So I guess I'm referring more to the Connie people. Is it just like... Well, I'm getting there. Okay, I'm go getting okay, there. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I think she was the forgotten ship because she had no quantum drive. Mm. Okay. And a lot of people don't fly the uh, the um, Argo ships, mm, except for the mole mm -hmm. or things like that. They don't fly the, the, the SUV or the things that are already out right now because they, they simply don't have a quantum drive. Mm. And, and of course, they don't have a major usage. We do know that the Merlin does have a use. She mm -hmm. just doesn't have a quantum drive. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you if you go out there and you probably can take out a turret and you're at a land base and you're taking out nothing but turrets around there first. You're sending that Merlin first to take out a, a, a turret and that's and, and, and coming back up. Mm -hmm. But for those people, that, that could be one use for mm -hmm. the Merlin other than the defense, right? Mm -hmm. But she has no quantum drive. So a lot of people saw no need for her mm -hmm. as far as longevity-wise. She was just a short usage ship. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Jade, you got any thoughts yeah. about it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a P-52. I think I earned it from referrals. I don't actually own a Kwani, mm -hmm. but I do have it. And, it, you know, it's 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 small. It fits into a C-2. It fits into a lot of, mm -hmm. a, a lot of ships. Uh, you, you can, you know, have that same um, symbiotic relationship with other ships mm -hmm. if, if you, you know, if you need it. Uh, yeah. Because it is it is relatively small when the wings are folded, um, yeah. I think it's a, it, it's kind of forgotten because of just what Colossal said. There's no quantum drive, and right now the the way the game is set up, there's really no reason to take that down from a station to like Lorville, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But who knows what what the future holds? Maybe there's going to be more of a reason that you'd want to fly this ship. I I used it once at uh, Korea believe it or not, um, you know, had a crime stat person flew me in on the Connie and I went back in the back, got in this and cannons couldn't hit me, flew right up to the station, got in, got out. Um, and then, you know, was able to get back in and fly back and reset up with that other ship later on. It was for the sake of doing it. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was instead of getting out and EVAing and trying to, you know, go up that way, I, because the ship is so small and agile, I was able to get up underneath, get in there, boom. And it worked out great, you know. I I am curious to see <clears throat> where CIG again what their real vision of this is. Cause just hearing Parasite Ship, I know we've heard it talk about it being there to defend the Connie, but I am curious to see whether or not there is some more interesting things that CIG may create as to why you would pick this ship over some other ship uh to do some things. But right. In addition one last thing before we move on. Mm -hmm. Sure. I do love the, the, the design. It's very unique in, in, in Star Citizen with that little, with the whole cutout thing in, in, in the center and everything. Mm -hmm. It's basically, I, 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 I do like the way it looks. Yeah. Colossal said it earlier. These things are fast. They are really yeah. fast. Were you going to say Colossal? I, I, I do hope they consider 
putting in at least a cargo um, space for the ship. Mm -hmm. Not anything drastically significant that is going to impair the speed of the ship. Mm -hmm. Just something to where maybe you can put... It's something a little bit, maybe less than that, maybe one. I mean, or half of it. Something where you can at least put a gun on it or... Or at least maybe bring back a small package, you know, like a drug package, like that you know that you mm-hmm. can put in your pockets or things like that, because that would definitely help out at least uh, the impression um, of of this ship. It's a great ship, mm-hmm. and boy, would it be nice if Kruger put out bigger ships with the same design. I mean, I, I think was this type of design with the Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that. I'm looking at their lore, and they they moved. I guess sort of recently, but not like super recently, mm-hmm. uh, from their the original system that they were in, which is Madness, which kind of went into sort of lawlessness, mm-hmm. um, to where they are now, which is in Castra. And I'm thinking, you know, that might that might facilitate them being able to make bigger ships because mm-hmm. they they were mostly just a, a parts manufacturer for right. RSI. So maybe that's that lore is like pointing to a future where we have more Kruger intergalactic ships that are larger than these. Yeah. Wow. Nice design. Nice looking design, man. One of my favorite designs. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. I, I am curious. It'll, it will be interesting. I like your idea. You mentioned about Colossal, about some form of being able to carry something in it. Uh, I'm looking at some of the stuff that you guys are putting in chat. Uh, you know, and I know we, a lot of times one of the first things we talk about is shields, but I do want to remind everybody that CIG has talked about that destroying ships is not going to be an easy thing. Even smaller ships, it's going, you can do it, but you're going to spend a lot of time doing it. And I think CIG is going to balance out the idea of, is it worth my time to destroy the ship? Is disabling it enough? If there's, if that, if that's all I need to accomplish my goal, um, destroying it, it, you'll be able to do it, but they said that it will take a little bit. So even though this says it has a size one shield in it, um armor is not in the game yet we don't know how armor is going to balance so don't get me wrong if you hit it with a size five i get it gang okay it'll probably blow up um but my point is is that it's really going to be interesting to see how durable ships become even small ships like this because cig does want there to be some aspect of durability they want you to be actually doing things like repair salvage uh, which is a part of a game mechanic, just blowing a ship up kind of kills those areas. Um, and so insurance, there's a whole lot of dynamics that CIG wants to incorporate into it. So uh, I'm curious to see for even small ships like this, uh, you know, what the durability factor will be. Uh, and maybe these ships can take punishment. Right now we know they can't, but maybe they may be take a licking and keep on ticking more than we think they will later on. But we'll see how that goes. You're gonna say something? No, I was saying, uh, which bring me to thought, does, doesn't Kruger also make armor? Mm-hmm. In-game? Do they make heavy yeah, set they, armor? They make, they make, um, well, they're part of RSI's supply chain, and they make, like, components. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. you know, maybe they, maybe they make um, shields, but I don't know about armor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would think about Grey Cat. So my mistake. Well, I'm just looking at this logo. I know there's a company. Oh, in there you're thinking about the, the triangular logo. logo. Nope, that's um, right. that's on the isn't that on the CDF armor? I know what you're talking about though. That triangle, the upside down triangle. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm. Just yeah, I think it's the CDF thing. I think, I think. Thanks for putting those numbers in, Go Mob. I see you guys are trying to get us to know what the speeds are on it, and this, he says 1300. That's freaking fast. That's, fast. <laughs> that's like Harold fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like second to the Herald if it's a thirteen hundred. That is a bug, especially if 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 one person is out of his pilot seat, and that ship is coming at you and slows down while you're out of your pilot seat and shoot those ballistics at you. You're screwed by the time you get back in that pilot seat. <laughs> so yeah, that is. I mean, that, that, that is I mean, it's all about give and take, right? Like, the, the, it yeah. doesn't have a quantum drive, but it's it's really fast. So. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Okay. All right. I think we do have. Oh, who was that? Who just sent us a little something there? McComics. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, follow. Also, Big Pappy Clint. Sorry we missed you. Thank you as well for that follow. We appreciate you all for that. There was somebody else who I missed earlier, Harvey. Harvey P. Also missed you earlier. Thank you for the follow. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Harvey P. Uh, that's somebody that I met in the PTU. Oh, cool. Who uh, was very interested in watching the show. Awesome. So, yeah, well, welcome. Yeah. welcome. Welcome, buddy. Welcome. We do have one question, gang. Um, this is from uh, Pops in Space. It says, because the BMM is coming, do you think there will be any synergy between the BMM and the Defender? Was that from last week or just not? That's from this week. No, let's talk today. I, I think I think we talk about the um the whole. Um, How did we get on the Bandu? Uh, I think I we talk know. about the whole uh, pirate, uh, not pirate, uh, pirate, the parasite thing that, that we were talking about earlier. But yeah, but that's be, not a parasite. Guess. But that's not a parasite uh, yeah. ship. It's not a parasite for the Bandu ship. It's a it's a hangered ship. Pops, I get what you're asking. Um, it, we don't know what that is. You know, they've talked about some weird synchronicity. We don't know what that is. There is some lore aspect to it. Um, that whenever Banu Merchantman went out, Citizen Shenanigans, thank you for that gifted sub to Harvey. Thank you. Key. Harvey thank Key. you. Way to go. Way to go. Thank you. Um, there, there was some, uh, piece there about the ships. Um, there's a lot of weird lore about the Banu ships. And I know Fastcart and Jade probably have this locked down way more than I do. Cause I forget more now. It's been so much, so much time is going on. Um, but, uh, I know that there was this, this, and maybe Jade, maybe you can help. There was something about whenever merchantmen went out, the reason why it's called the Defender is because that is the purpose. Even though a lot of times yeah. people use it as a fighter, its true purpose is to be that ship that defends the Banu merchantmen when it goes out. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, okay. and CIG hinted at there being a, a special symbiosis mm -hmm. between the, the two and that like they would work together right um as like a collective defense for for the merchant i mean that's probably I mean, a, a, a whole hanger for for, for the defender in, in the merchant that's part of you the reason why, why, why i grew up but yeah well no i mean yeah i mean there there's a hanger there but i to be honest with you i always hoped that it was going to hold two ships not one that's just me because mm. I, I, I feel the same way about the Polaris. I don't like the fact that the Polaris holds one ship. I, to me, I wish they were big enough that there were two ships in them. And I, I always hope that the well, Banu Merchantman had a hanger on the left and right or something. Or I even thought about maybe it's stuck on the sides with magnetic things. I don't know, but I always wanted more yeah. than one ship that would defend it. Oh, Griffin, if you want the Merchantman to get even bigger, I'm okay with that. I no, don't well, want no that, I'm just saying. Well, you know what? I'm just here. to stay on target. <laughs> Um, you can you can pack in the uh, the BMN with a whole bunch of um, Merlins, yeah, and Archimedes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but to Jade's point, there was supposed to be some. We don't know what it is. We don't know if it's scanning, uh, some type of defense, something. Because you know the band who even have right colossal, they got that weird thing with shielding with the person on the right and the person That's on what the I left. Think it is. Yeah, there's some weird stuff that goes on with the band who stuff. But I think uh, 
I think that this is speculation. This is nothing that CIG said. Mm-hmm. I'm just making right, that clear, right. right? I think what it may be might be that for like maybe some distance away from the de- uh, from the mm-hmm. merchantman, mm-hmm. the defender might be able to extend that shield out somehow. Mm-hmm. Something like it, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that would be really cool. Just be. say in CIG if you you know haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> Here's an idea. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, here's an idea for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. All right, gang. Well, you know, small company, so smaller show today, but uh, we covered a lot of good stuff here today. So hopefully you guys learned a little bit, a little bit more about Asperia and Gatak and Grey Cat and Kruger, maybe even have a little more appreciation for these smaller companies because they've got some cool ships out there. And I'm sure most of you guys out there own at least one of these ships or at least waiting on one of these ships to come out. Uh, I'm definitely, you know, you were mentioned earlier about people having uh, accounts, uh, fast cart. Uh, as you know, I do have a alien account, which is alien just, account, yeah. It goes to a Jade was saying it's like the collector's account, and that's all that's there. That those alien tax ships. I ain't got know. that kind of money. <laughs> Good on you, though. It's, it's my museum. I call it my luxury museum. That's what mm-hmm. I look at as is my museum. It's Silas Croner from. There you go. Consolidated Outland. Yeah, there you go. There That's you the go. Origin people, they want to dip their hands into everything they touch, everything. Jade, all the little ships. Jade, the commoners all speak again. The, the commoners weapons. speak again, Jade. You know? That's all I'm going to say. Hey, That's hey. all I'm going to say. Haters put in hate, I, right? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to get into this now because my merchantman, is, I'm trying to put past my, my, my merchantman as a luxury ship. So yeah, I, listen, until I walk on it and look at it and inspect it, it ain't a luxury ship. It's a pretty okay. ship. It's a pretty ship, okay? okay. It's a pretty I, I will ship. give it that. It is pretty. Okay. Are you considering letting people in this snobs, though? If they if it looks really nice, you know what? If the if the snobs organization feels that it should be brought in, I will I'll go with the vote. How's that sound? Okay, I'll go with the vote. I'll go. I mean, I own one, so I I have nothing to lose. But uh, you see what Colossal threw up behind him, right? Okay, so I'm not going. I'm not going to even go there today. Okay. Um, Anyway, uh, let's talk about what we got uh, going on this week. Fast cart. Talk about Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, we have our, our weekly talk show called Soul Talk. We talk with about Star Citizen with the community. Uh, anyone can come into Discord and talk with us. We basically covered uh, um, the ISC and um, Star Citizen Live and whatever else um, CID puts out that week. So, yeah, that's a Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. ETC. Alrighty, and I'll talk about Soul Voices. As you guys know, Thursday is our roundtable discussion for the community, and Saturdays is our one-on-one on Soul Voices, where you get to come in one-on-one and talk to us about stuff that's going on in Spectrum and Reddit in the gaming industry. We had uh, we had Sazagalian uh, yesterday. Had great con- great time with him. Uh, next week we're going to be back, and I think the uh, is it next week? Yeah, next week the. Uh, Player haters are back next week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. So yeah, they'll be back oh. as our guests next week. Uh, so that'll be on Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget, uh, as you guys know, Soul Citizens has become a part of Podsat Saturdays. Uh, 3 p.m. kicks off with us, 3 p.m. Eastern time with Soul Voices. 6 p.m. Uh, we move over to support Paul Shelley and the folks at Astro Pub with the captain's table. And last but not least, after that at 9 p.m. Eastern, we jump over and support the folks over with Relay. So uh, Saturday afternoon and evening is full of nothing but great Star Citizen discussion. So hopefully you guys can join us for that. And uh, Jay, could you talk about next week's show? Yes. 
next week's show is for all you OGs out there because <laughs> it's going to talk about origins from wing commander to freelancer games I never ever played Sunday <laughs> that were around eight. before your time I think I think these <laughs> yeah. were before your time uh, yeah of, oh, Sunday God. next Jade Sunday so 8 p.m. Eastern 5 p.m. Pacific Jade makes me feel old <laughs> fast cart she makes me feel old Colossal. hey you think I make you feel old you're your Meg <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. I'm no longer the youngest. So. That's true. That's true. She's got the she's got the award now. Yeah. But, uh, did you play any of them, Colossal? Did you do Wing Commander, Freelancer, Starlancer? I still have some of the floppy disks. I'm too ashamed to break out. I, 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 <laughs> the old man in the room. No, the I'm old man. serious. I keep all of my. I, I am a hoarder of stuff because what I usually do is when I buy stuff, including my Toby Eye Tracker and things like that, I uh, keep, you the, keep boxes. All the boxes. I do too. So I, I mean, too. I kept all of the boxes. I got them in a box. I still have the instruction books and everything like that. So yes, wow. absolutely. Wow. I'm gonna be I interested. Think, I, think, in I think my oldest box is on. Um, it might be dark forces. I forget. Yeah, wow, but that goes I, back. I, 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 keep, I, I keep my boxes too. FC, did you and play any of those out. games? Wing Commander, Freelancer, Star Lancer. And I didn't have the money back then. I went with LucasArts games, the X Wing, and Type Fighter. And, I did too. And, and, and I, went, I went with those instead of um. I hate to say Wing it, Commander. FC. I'm in the club with you. The only yeah. one I did was Wing Commander. Then the LucasArts stuff got me, and I went that where I went that route, and I didn't do. And I hate the fact. In fact, I've tried to find those other games. They're extremely difficult to get now. Uh, Star Lancer, Freelancer, oh, and what's the other one? Uh, Colossal. There's a fourth one, right? Privateer. 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 I missed all of them. I missed all three of those. I only got to do the first one, which was Wing Commander. So, mm -hmm. those of you who okay. um, are go ahead, go ahead, FC. No, go ahead. Oh, those of you who are into that, you want to know about the earlier games that Chris Roberts did. Not only that, but we, you're also going to see the influence from those games that have carried over into uh, Star Citizen. And so uh, we're going to be doing that on next week. So hopefully you guys can join us for that. And yeah, uh, this is when you need Ben Lesnick on. We, we actually have an invite out to him and mm -hmm. we're hoping, but I ain't mm -hmm. saying nothing yet because we don't mm -hmm. know. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I do want to say one last thing b b before we leave, but remember, you don't have to turn off the red light. So we also sell merchandise. Um, <laughs> those of you who may be interested in some Soul Citizens merchandise, uh, we have shirts and mugs and cups and shot glasses and water bottles and a whole bunch of cool stuff if you want to support us that way. And of course, if you want to look cool, I, you know, I was hoping that we were having CitizenCon this year because then people could have had this stuff and it'd been really cool to have like our viewers and they'd be like walking around with Soul Citizen stuff, but we're going to have to wait for that. But some of you have been sitting in pictures of stuff that you've won and stuff that you bought and we really do appreciate that. So thank you all for doing that. In fact, last week, we even showed off one of our mods. Look at that. Ops Chief, he's a proud soul citizen yeah, shirt. Yeah, hey, and he's, Chief. he's working today. I, I'm embarrassing him right now because he's he's modding right now, but he looks really good in that shirt there. So uh, nice. we always appreciate when you guys send the photos in and let us know that the stuff made it to you in a timely manner and that you're happy with the product. So that is that. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Other than that, we already mm -hmm. called off everything. We named everything. I just forgot to push the button earlier. Um, I think I don't that, forget we're doing a raid this time. I'm already on it. Thank you. I don't forget on Sundays. It's just Saturdays. <laughs> fast card. I haven't gotten that old yet, but I'm getting there. 
Um, Y'all are going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I am getting there. I will I will admit that. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, thank you all so much for being here with us to Fast Cart, to Jade, to Colossal for sharing their wealth of information and knowledge. We appreciate all of them, and we appreciate you guys for being here. Don't forget, check us out on Thursday. Check us out on Saturday. And hopefully you can make it back next week for Origins from uh, Wing Commander to Freelancer. Hopefully we'll have a good time for that. We are going to be rating. I love the fact of who you picked here, uh, Ops Chief. Poodoo Simon. Those of you Star Wars fans will appreciate Poodoo. Uh, mm-hmm. Poodoo Simon. Uh. So when you get this, go over to Poodoo Simon. Uh, give a shout out from the Soul Citizens. Let them know that you're there. And uh, if you like what you see, of course, follow them. And hopefully you guys will see us uh, sometime this week and next weekend. So until then, as always, oh God, here he's going to sing. Don't put on the red light. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys <laughs> real soon. Take care.